Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. I am so excited to welcome my guest today, Amy Mallon. She's the founder of the Social Impact PR Agency. I'm calling it a PR agency, but it's True Heart Cause Agency. I love how she's reframing that. And the True Heart Social Impact Search Engine. And I am like endlessly curious about all the good things she's doing and all the people she's connecting. um, And most importantly, her story. So welcome, Amy. Thank you so much for having me, Helene. It's wonderful to be here with you. I love what your show and your program is all about, connecting food and fitness and mindset to really nourish the body, the soul, and the mind. It's it's so important. Thank you so much. You know, I used to just focus on nutrition and I realized, well, that's only getting me so far. And then just the fitness, I tried to outrun my fork for years. <laughs> That didn't work either. So I realized that this magical trinity was really where the source, where the rubber meets the road, so to say. And I'm all about results. Like I'm super practical. Uh, and so I, I, I just, when I figure out the secret, you've got to share it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me, how did you get here? How did you, uh, what was your journey that led you to, to create this true heart agency, this cause agency? I'm really curious. Um, I've always felt, uh, since I was a little kid, actually, that, um, I was here to give back and to be a helper. Um, I just remember, you know, when I was 12, I read a story in my local newspaper that, um, homeless people in the South Florida community were having a hard time, um, transitioning back into the workforce and, going on job interviews because they didn't have a way to best present themselves and there was no place for them to shower. They didn't have access to like beautiful work attire. And that just really hit my heart. And I I thought, even though I'm 12, there has to be a way that I could help. So I started this fundraising drive in my middle school where I collected change Um, And we were able to purchase a washer and a dryer for the local YMCA where all of these people were were going and wanting to shower before these interviews. And we collected toiletries and towels and the community all came together in the most amazing way. And so I found at this young age, I'm not powerless. I actually can help even as a kid. And I was able to rally people to show up for the community. And then that led me to become really interested in you know, the experience of people who are our neighbors who are living on the streets. And then I, I ended up producing a documentary where I spent two years um, literally following these people on the streets in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. And just learning their stories. And and I wanted to share what they'd been through. And, you know, I met doctors and accountants and attorneys and, um, you know, people from the religious community and teachers and nurses, people from all walks of life, all ages, all races. And there was one event in their life that kind of spiraled things out of control. And then they found themselves living on the street. And I thought, wow, everybody could be in this position if they didn't have love and a support system 
when they needed it, when something happened. And I felt a lot of compassion for the people that I met. And it made me realize like everybody is in this together and we have to just treat our fellow human beings the way we want to be treated. And so it was hard for me to see suffering and look away. I always wanted to not just hear about the problem, but then try to figure out the solution and get other people involved who'd want to help. So at those early stages, I realized, I think this is part of like why I'm here and it's going to be, you know, part of my journey. Um, You know, fast forwarding to many years later, uh, I ended up being homeless twice in my life, escaping situations of domestic violence and human trafficking. And so it kind of all came full circle for me. I, I knew what it was like to be deathly afraid for my safety and to literally always be looking over my shoulder and to not know where my next meal was coming from and to have to rely on the kindness of strangers. So um, it, it was very much then, okay, I, if I'm able to survive these situations, the trauma and the tragedy and the obstacles that are coming my way, I have to do something that enables me to pay forward my blessings and help other people. Wow. Because because there's, there's, there has to be goodness that comes out of this. And I have to use my pain as a powerful way to help others. And that's when I I decided it was really a, a conscious choice that I made that I wanted to use my talent, my time, my energy, my passion for humanity and create a cause agency as, as a way to bring people together rallying around these nonprofits that need our love and attention and support. And so it's coming on 24 years, which is even crazy to imagine that I've been doing it for this long. Um, But it's the most fulfilling uh, work that I've been able to do because in my personal life, it brings me so much joy just to be a giver and a helper when I can. And I found a way to make a career out of this and bringing celebrities who have this platform and this fan base where people pay attention to them, where we can leverage their star power and align them with some amazing purpose-driven brands where everyone cares about making the world better. And we've been able to raise millions of dollars for great causes. So that's been such a beautiful outcome, you know, when we've been able to provide um, ventilators for the NICU at our local children's hospital or sustain a meal program um, for families living in poverty during the pandemic or provide, um, you know, financial assistance to an emergency management resource vehicle in Orange County, which was giving free COVID testing through Children's Hospital Orange County. So these these amazing, like, funded dream projects that we've been able to support in helping people, animals, and the planet, just because we were able to bring people together. Amazing. Wow. I mean, I had no idea what you had to go through to get here, first of all. I mean, a huge acknowledgement and your heart. I mean, you have such a genuine, beautiful heart that you want to give back and that you figured it out, right? You get to, you get to live your passion, which is like a dream for most people. I mean, you and I figured that out. Um, And my goodness, it's just nothing more satisfying and gratifying than to see your work, making a difference in people's lives that you care about. I love how you said that we all will thrive when we have the love and the care and the tension. 
that we need. And it's just true. When you look at it, you know, dysfunctional, you know, people, uh, dysfunctional situations, it's really because they didn't have the love and the care and the attention that they need, even a disagreement, right. In a personal relationship. And I think that relates directly to what's happening in the internal world. And, um, you, you think so much, you'd love to help. Right. And, and gosh, that's a beautiful trait, but sometimes in doing that, we get depleted, and I don't know if you experience that or what you do to resource yourself. Like what resources do you have in your own like daily practice so that you can show up and do all this amazing work for the world? Thank you. That's a great question. Um, I believe I've been um, in, in empath my whole life. So when I walk into a room, I definitely can pick up on people's energies and I know kind of who to go to that's maybe having a bad day and just needs to feel like some love and support and be lifted up. Um, I'm a big believer that you can never give away too much love. I think that we have a limitless supply of it. And in my life, I've experienced the transformative power of love. I, I really believe it's the most powerful force in the universe. And so, you know, I think if you have those characteristics of an empath and you're someone that feels very deeply and, and kind of picks up and takes in other people's energy, then you just constantly have to make sure that you're in a good space and that you're practicing self-care. So for me, um, hot yoga has been one of the most important tools on my journey of healing from, you know, surviving interpersonal violence. Um, it's a place where not only I feel, um, physically fit and aligned, but more importantly, uh, mentally and spiritually I'm cleansing during my hot yoga session. So there's ex this expression that one of my teachers says, which I love, which is that we store our issues and our tissues and it is 100% true. So anything we're not dealing with manifests itself in our body in these toxic and negative ways, and we have to release it. So the reason why I love hot yoga so much is the heat is a way to let it go and cleanse. And in certain postures that you're in, like sleeping pigeon, for example, which is a major hip opener, we store so much trauma in our hips, as you probably know. When I'm in there, sometimes I find myself just weeping and things come up and then I release them. And it is such a powerful feeling to let it go because I think a lot of people, um, they will repress their trauma and they will repress their emotions yeah. and it's doing yourself a major disservice. It leads to disease. It leads to stress, anxiety, mm -hmm. which leads to more disease. Yeah. It leads to mental health problems, problems mm -hmm. in your relationships. Yeah. So you have to confront the fear, confront the trauma, walk through the fire. And then once you do, you come out on the, on the other side of it with this open heart and you realize that you're unbreakable and that you are stronger than you could have ever imagined. And when you, when you feel that you realize you could do anything. And for me, that's part of like, how can you live this life of vitality and, and audaciously is, you know, being your best self right through body, mind, and spirit. And it's just about taking good care of yourself. It's true. It's true. And a lot of us uh, don't know how to deal with that trauma because it's overwhelming and we avoid it, right? We stuff it down with food. We distract ourselves with Netflix, sometimes self-medicate with alcohol, maybe even marijuana or other things, you know? So it's really, it's really tricky. I love knowing that you're a yogi or yogini and it is audacious to do what you're doing. Um, I find that sweat 
is there's something about the purification, like you spoke about the cleansing and it's like, it burns away. And I've been studying yoga for gosh, 27 years. Amazing. Going on 28. And I'm like, it's like nonstop. I didn't have like a phase. It's just like tenaciousness. And so I too am a huge, huge fan of yoga. And when you look at the grammar on yoga and the system of yoga, which is like the ultimate lifestyle medicine, it really shows a, um, the, the, the role of asana or the movements, the postures that we do in the physical practice are there to clear imprints in our fascia, in our cells. Absolutely. And so your yoga teacher is spot on. He's just using like modern day words, which he should, because no one understands all of that Sanskrit. <laughs> no, you're, you're absolutely right. The, the method to yoga, I also find for myself, because I love meditating. For me, it's a meditative flow. Yeah. So when you get in that zone and you're, you're going through the movements, I find uh, that for me, it's a place where I feel the most at peace, totally. like just so chill. I can relax and let everything else go from my day mm. and just be present in the now and mm. focus on listening to my breath and being attuned with my body. It's, it's really a powerful feeling. Yeah. And not everyone can get into it. I get that. So yoga may not be for all of you, but man, it's been my thing and it's been your thing. And it's the thing that sources me more than anything. It's the thing that I love most because love is always the answer. And for me, my yoga practice is like an act of self-love and I, I dedicate time to it, which it sounds like you do too. And for me, like the body also doesn't lie. And like I yes. said, the memories get stored in there. Those imprints from our lifetime, from our parents' lifetimes, you know, from all the stuff we inherited. And it takes, it takes some audacity to like get into that sleeping pigeon pose, you know, cause it's, it, and, to, and to have the courage to also weep it out, you know, when the emotion comes up as a kind of cleansing, I find it's the quickest way for me to reach liberation and clearing than any of the, you know, hundreds of frameworks that I know in the coaching world. Right. I know all these intellectual constructs, all these ontological blah, blah, blahs, but like the movement, the body, the yoga fastest track to freedom, liberation. I completely agree. And I love that you've also found this self-care and, and peace in, in yoga. I, I feel like it's something that should be taught to every child in school because mm -hmm. the ability to connect with your body and also be in touch with your emotions and be able to literally just breathe through whatever life comes your way is one of the most powerful tools that we can tap into to just be completely healthy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're, we're not teaching that at a young age, which I feel mm -hmm. like we're doing a disservice to young people because then, you know, shit happens in life, right? And you, you come up against tragedy, trauma, setbacks, obstacles, and most people don't know how to cope. And as That's you right. said, they'll turn to unhealthy ways, you know, gambling, you know, sex, drugs, alcohol, yeah. Yeah. shopping, all these different unhealthy ways of dealing with trauma, which are just masking the problem and literally stuffing it down deeper. So, you know, it's much better to have those tools in your toolbox to say, whether it's a work problem, a friend problem, a romantic partner problem, a health problem, I'm equipped 
to face it head on. And I know that everything is going to be okay. Like this is all temporary. I know it took us a while to get there though. You and I, right. I mean, how many times have you been overwhelmed, you know, from the trauma? I know I have been, I mean, gosh, it's, it's, it it can be difficult to find your way. And that's why we need each other. Actually, we needed to hear your story. You know, we need to, uh, to remember how resilient we are actually and what the tools are. I just want to go back to the meditation piece real quick because, you know, I, I was a big meditator. I still am, but it's changed form. Uh, for like 22 years, I used to sit still and do my pranayama. And recently I've come into more of a movie and meditation like you. And I heard uh, David Data talking about, because I, I go to him to understand better the masculine feminine energy, not that they're separate, but in a way they're different, right? And we all yeah. embody each of those. But he was talking about these practices of meditation I say it in quotes because um, for those of you who aren't, you know, can't see me and I'm holding up my fingers because meditation, <laughs> it's such a high, like a high level practice, you know, even me after like almost 30 years, it's like, oh, meditation is a very high level practice. It is. And just sit and think that you can just think of nothing, right. Or being, be one with all that is, which happens, right. It definitely yeah. happens and it's moving and inspiring and the thing that keeps me tethered to the practice. But I've, I've moved into um, a, a movement, um, movie meditation, um, because he was talking about how all of these practices are created by men and, um, and, and the stillness is really a, a masculine, a masculine thing. And so it gave me permission to step into my meditation in a different way. And it's, it's, it's really, it's really been beautiful for me. Um, I still do sit still. I need it for, ba- for the balance. Um, but I I've been, I've been playing a lot with this movement and it's been really fun. So is it separate from your hot yoga practice, the, the, the meditation or how does it show up for you? So, um, I do a meditation while I'm through my flow. Um, my favorite type of yoga that I practice, I go to a bunch of different classes, but my favorite is called hot power fusion. And so, you know, it's the same 26 postures that we're doing, um, in every class and, for me, when I'm going through those motions, I'm in a full on like meditative flow, which is beautiful. Mm. I'm sure all of your yoga teachers have also expressed that, you know, Shavasana is the hardest posture for most people lying still with yourself and, and just trying to be in a place where you're not moving and you're, you're saying I'm at peace with just sitting here and with whatever comes up. And so, you know, I think the more you practice, because it is a practice, the better you get at that. But then I also try to do um, some meditation in the form of just sitting down or or lying down in bed. And I've used like the Calm app, which I love. Or yeah. for me, music is a really powerful um, tool in my meditation. So on my journey of healing through all the trauma from the the interpersonal violence that I've survived, um, I would do these music meditations. So I would find a song that I really connected to that I felt like was a powerful release of my trauma. And I would listen to it on repeat, like 30 times in a row, just nonstop for hours. And while I was listening, I would cry out every last drop that I had in that you know, time that I was listening to the song and let it go and then attach my pain to the message of that song and be okay with then letting it all go. Like letting the music carry the pain away with me. And it really helped me. And I, I, I do a lot of kind of work to try to help other survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault and human trafficking and just be be a resource and and someone that can listen and and show up and kind of offer some some tools and programs that have worked for me. Everyone's journey of healing is is different. Not oh, everything yeah. works for everyone. Right. 
But um, I've offered up the music meditation to some other survivors and it's, it's worked beautifully for them as well. So I just think the way that we're all kind of made up of energy and the way we all vibrate these frequencies, music is such a powerful frequency that if you can tap into the healing power of music, it works wonders for you. Amy, you are speaking my language. I thought I was the only one. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so exciting to meet somebody uh, who actually can, sh- can share in this because I-, I use exactly the same methodology. Um, Amazing. Yeah. And it's really been powerful. I don't know that I've ever articulated it as well as you just did. Uh, because, you know, I just maybe didn't have the words to, but my goodness, is it powerful? I mean, I should share all my playlists with you. I've got, you know, endless uh, inspiration. <laughs> I would love that. And I can share some of mine with you. I I feel like, you know, a, a lot of people, they're walking around with this stress, this anxiety, this trauma that they haven't dealt with, and it's affecting their personal lives, their relationship, oh, their business, everything. everything. And they want to get better. Everyone wants to heal and have this healthy, beautiful life that we all deserve. But sometimes people just don't know, you know, how to get there and they they need the tools in their toolbox. And so that's where I I feel like sometimes, you know, as a society, we're, we're kind of failing because we don't, we don't educate people and promote like where you can seek help, right? Whether it's through, um, you know, traditional forms of talk therapy or support groups or nonprofits that are there with resources, or what can you do on your own at home to feel good about yourself and practice self-care every day? Like, yeah. People just need that, that roadmap. Right. And that's why what you're doing is so valuable because being, being this resource or this, this guide, if you will, to help people realize their, their full potential and their best selves is so important for people to just have a good day every day. Cause Ah. that's a choice that we can, that we can all make. Totally. And I love what you said about practicing um, because we are practice strengthening whatever we're practicing. Right. And I always say your daily practice is your strongest medicine. And so what are, what are some things you're practicing you'd like to strengthen and some things you're practicing that maybe you'd like to change just really quick. And then I want to get to what you want to share. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, Again, the hot yoga for me is such an important part of my routine. Um, it's also making time with my two beautiful children, Maxwell and Ruby and my amazing husband, Scott. Um, you know, I think when you make that time for the people you love, everything else has to disappear. Right. So I always keep my phone, like if we're downstairs, upstairs, or if we're upstairs, downstairs, I don't want it anywhere near me. I don't want the distraction. I want to show up and be fully present for the people that I love and give 110%, you know, and whether we're coloring unicorn pictures, which my daughter loves to do (laughs) or play Legos, which my son loves to do, or we're baking a cake together, or we're taking a walk through our community. It's just saying I'm completely open to receive everything that my kids want to give and then give them everything that they need in that moment. And, you know, that's what I think life is all about, right? Sharing this love and these beautiful connections. Mm -hmm. And that can only be formed when you just show up completely and you're present in the moment. So those are things that's important for me to do every day. Um, I also do these daily affirmations and it, it changed my life at 30 is when like the light bulb went off. And I said, I have to focus my time and energy to finally heal from the traumas of my past. 
And the same effort and energy I put into making my business a success, I have to put into making myself whole again. And so I literally woke up one morning. I don't know, you know, how it happened other than like I was called to do it, but it was, it was life-changing for me. And I walked to my bathroom mirror and I looked myself in the eye in the mirror and I said, I am worthy. I am enough. I am love. And I repeated it for hours until I cried. Like there was nothing left in me, you know, and at some points I was shouting it at other points I was whispering it, but I repeated it for hours so that I was, I was convinced that I believed it. Yeah. That emotional engagement is powerful. I had to believe it and learn to love myself because from the traumas of my past, I was programmed to believe that I was worthless, that I was useless, that I wasn't enough, that I wasn't deserving and worthy of love. So I had to, I had to turn off this unhealthy remix and change the record and put on a new song, you know, a song that was like, I have everything I already need inside to be happy. And once I learned to love myself, and appreciate my authentic self, then I was able to pull in and attract the amazing love that I was able to find with my incredible husband, and then be able to be an amazing mama to my two incredible children. But it started with loving myself. And so I continue to practice my daily affirmations because I believe words are powerful. Mm -hmm. And I'm teaching them to my children, especially I believe if you're a parent of a little girl, It is so important because girls more so than boys I found in my life experience are bombarded with all these toxic messages of who we're supposed to be. And now I'm giving the air quotes as well. And, you know, it's just, it's so negative for little girls to be put into this box and to be told you have to be this or you cannot be that. No, we can be whoever we want to be, Like we have limitless potential. And so when I see my daughter look in the mirror and repeat, I'm fearless, I'm brave, I'm smart, I'm beautiful, I'm funny, I'm kind. We go through this list. I see her light up. And she believes it about herself and she's, and, and, and it's more important for her to know, to start out her beautiful young life, thinking these things about herself and realizing them because it lays the foundation when she encounters other people in life. Cause we all, we all have these people who will shit on our dreams. Tell us, tell us, you know, we're not good enough. Tell us, you know, it's impossible. It can't happen. Mm -hmm. You need the courage inside to say, nope, I'm good. I already have the self-awareness to say, I can do this. I am yeah. enough. I am worthy. I am yes. love. Yes, and that's you like are, your, I mean, your self-defense system. You, you are know? love. You are worthy. And look at that vitality that shines through because that's what it is. Yeah. Your vitality shines through when you can own it all. And you have done the excavating that's required to own it all. Thank you. Amazing. Oh, what a powerful person you are. I'm so like delighted at how worthy you are and how much love you have in your heart. <laughs> what a great Thank mom you. you are. Oh my gosh. So I'm really curious about how to use your search engine because I have a feeling it's brilliant. Thank and you. I'd love for all of our listeners to understand uh, what it has to offer them. Thank you. So we're so excited. We launched our True Heart Social Impact search engine earlier this summer. And 
The reason why um, Scott and I created it is, you know, we believe that there are billions of people in the world who have these big, beautiful hearts and they want to transform their local communities. But most people do not have disposable income to donate to charity. And they've been largely excluded from philanthropy. So we said that ends now. We wanted to create a community where we can invite everybody in and offer a free and easy way just by doing something you're already doing every day, searching the web, where now your searches can power donations to the six amazing charities that we're supporting. So when you search at trueheart.com, just as those two words are spelled, we donate 80% of our net profits to six amazing charities that work to save lives, feed the hungry, protect the planet, promote animal welfare, support our youth and fight for equality. So, you know, if you're looking for some cute dog videos or you're checking the weather or you're booking a dinner reservation or planning a vacation, now your searches are making a social and environmental impact. So most people are unaware, you know, the search engine makes hundreds of billions of dollars every year. And it's just a few big companies that are generating all of that wealth. So now we have a way that we can redirect that wealth to these amazing charities who are in the front lines, who are changing the world every day. So it's a way that you can take your power back. You don't have to take a dollar out of your wallet and you can make a difference. And then we show you where every dollar goes to make a difference from our community. So we produce beautiful impact videos. So you'll see, for example, with our environmental partner, Global Green, the grants we make to them go to plant trees in the Amazon rainforest to save our most precious ecosystem and fight climate change. Our grants to Smile Train provide 100% free cleft surgeries and essential treatment to kids all over the world. Our grants to PFLAG National provide life-saving support to LGBTQ plus people. So, I mean, those are just three of the six projects that we're working on, but it's just an amazing opportunity to be a part of a community where you feel good about doing a little bit of good every day just by searching the web. I love that. It's revolutionary. So folks, <laughs> whenever, you. whenever you're in, you know, want to go to Google, um, you can go to true heart. Is that right? True heart. That's right. Trueheart.com instead. And you can make us your default search engine. It literally takes 10 seconds Amazing. on your tablet, your phone, your computer. Once you set it, you forget it. And now you open up our beautiful red heart icon and you start searching and I always like you would on any platform. Yeah. I, I always thought that, you know, we are philanthropists, no matter how much money we have, every choice we're making, whether it's a mindset, right? The thoughts that are going on in our head, what we're choosing to buy at the grocery store, um, because the demand and the supply is always where the rubber meets the road. And women, of course, my community is huge, you know, lots of women, you know, we actually are driving all of this guys and gals. I mean, we're yeah. driving it. So every choice and even everything you're choosing to search on the internet now can actually go to the greater good. We can each be a philanthropist with every decision, whether it's at the grocery store or on a search engine, trueheart.com. So excited. Well, Amy, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for being here. And I'm just delighted to know you and, and just your, your true heart. Thank you. It's so wonderful to get a chance to meet you. I'm grateful to have the opportunity to be on your wonderful show. And I would just, you know, say my kind of last message to everyone listening is we're all experienced trauma and tragedy in our lives. Everyone has these things that we go through that are difficult, but just never, ever give up. There is happiness 
and success and a healthy, beautiful life waiting for you on the other side. So just believe in yourself because you are worthy. You are enough. You are love. And that's always the message that I want to share. And I know through the wonderful work that you're doing with your fabulous clients and the people listening to the show that they have you as a guide to remind them that they are all of those things already. Absolutely. Thank you again. Be well. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me. Thank you.